guys, welcome back. I'm trying something new. So welcome back to the podcast slash Facebook Live. I outlined my podcast of what I want to talk about, but I just felt like it would be more fun to do it live in the Facebook group. You guys let me know. Do you like having just separate content on the podcast that I record that's only available on the podcast? Do you like when I sit down in my room with my nerdy little notes and do like a 20-minute concise episode? Do we like the Facebook? And I'm really asking the podcast lurkers because I feel like I know the people around the Facebook group. I know the people that hang out on my Instagram, at least some of them. But I feel like there's like a secret group of people that listen to the podcast every single week, but don't comment on my social media or don't, like, I don't know you. And it feels so strange to have those one-sided relationships. I really feel like you guys are my internet friends. So anyway, I am going to record this podcast. I'm live in the Facebook group. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, we pulled the audio and put it on the podcast. So if you want to come hang out live, definitely join the Facebook group. I've got some little mini trainings I want to start doing in the Facebook group. What do you guys want in the Facebook group? I feel like the Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group used to be like the spot. I used to go live all the time. I used to answer questions. I used to do coaching in here. But when I started the mastermind, that's what I do now in that community. Like I spend most of my time in that community. So one of the ways I prioritize my business and my life is I think about kind of who gets my time and energy. And I think about it like in a hierarchy, right? And so at the top of the hierarchy is like my boyfriend and my dog, <laughs> and like my family, my immediate family. And then under that would probably be like my team and my friends. And then under that would be like my paying clients. And then under that would be the people that consume my free content. I still want to help the people that consume my free content, but they don't get as much access and energy from me as the people that pay me because they're paying me. And we're in a, I feel like when you pay me, we're in an exchange. You're paying for my knowledge, for my energy, for my help, for coaching, all those different things. So Anyway, I spend a lot of time in the mastermind Facebook group that I used to spend in the free Facebook group. But what would you guys want in the free Facebook group if you could have anything? Tell me in the chat if you're listening. Like, what would you want in here if you could have anything? Would it be a Monday morning pep talk? Would it be happy hour hangout where we just talk about life? Would it be workshops and mini trainings about like how to actually do things? I still do a lot of things in my business. Like I have a team, but I know how to do all this stuff. I've been doing it forever. I could definitely do more tutorial type stuff. You guys let me know. I'm really curious. So in this episode of the podcast, I want to talk to you guys about the week that I've had. And specifically, I want to talk to you about my experience running a business and going through tough things personally. This is something we talk about a lot in the mastermind. And one of the reasons I decided to talk about it on the podcast this week is I want to normalize the experience of like running a business and being in a human body. Not always fun, not always comfortable, lots of ups and downs. And I think especially what I see from a lot of business coaches and people that do what I do that I follow, it's like, everything's great. And it's like $100,000 launches. And it's like best week ever. And even for me, who I feel like my business is very functional. It's very profitable. I like love what I do. Even for me, when I see some of them, I'm like, like, 
what? Like my business is not like that. Why is their stuff so much better than mine? Right. And I, and then I have to remember I'm only seeing like one little sliver of their business. Right. And when I was freelancing and working for other coaches and working behind the scenes of other businesses, I saw that where it was like what they were posting on social media about the big launches and all the money and life and all this stuff. And like everything's so great behind the scenes, their life and business look completely different. And I just want to be transparent with you guys. Like there's always going to be things in my personal life and the business that you guys don't know. There's always going to be things that we don't talk about publicly. I think that's a very normal part of running a business. But I do want to be transparent about this is not always fun all the time. And even though I love the business and I love what I do, it's not always like like party town USA every week. So let me tell you guys, I'm going to give you the recap of my week. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I manage the business when I'm going through things such as this, right? So this week has been one of those weeks that has been very hard Nothing catastrophic happened, thankfully. It's not like a devastating life moment or anything. It's just kind of like when life is like a little bit like it's like brutally annoying is how I would describe it. Like none of this is like nobody's dying. Like I'm not like devastated crying in the corner. It's not one of those. It's like just a lot of kind of hard things to deal with stacked one on top of the other. So we had a great week. In New York, you guys know Matt and I went to a relationship conference over the weekend with Dr. Siobhan. Shout out Dr. Siobhan. We love her. She has a podcast. I believe it's called The Marriage Upgrade. She's amazing. If you're looking for a marriage coach, relationship coach, I highly recommend her podcast and her programs and her coaching. And just she's just a wonderful person if you get the chance to be around her. So we went and did that, which was great. And we were like on this high. We got to go to New York City together. It was amazing. We had a great time. And then on the back of that, I've had just such a challenging week after that. So our the first thing that happened is our flight gets canceled and delayed and we're not able to fly out. So, which is like, you know, like I'm saying, it's not like devastating. It's not like, oh my God, how will we go on? It's just like, oh, you know, we are supposed to close on our house tomorrow. We now cannot fly back. We all these, we have business things, life things. Where are we going to stay? When are we going to fly out? When can we get home? A lot of like figuring out logistical stuff. So that happened. We fly back. And because we were supposed to fly back on Monday, we were set to close on our house on Tuesday. There was a lot of stress about like, are we going to be able to make it to closing? Are we going to be able to get back? United was sending Matt texts like the flight is overbooked. Can you guys take a lighter flight? We're like, absolutely not. Like we have to go to closing and we went from the airport to walk through the house and then go to closing and we drive, we like get on the airplane up until like getting on the plane. I was like really unsettled and like I'm saying, not devastating, but like stressful life stress, right? So I'm like, are we going to get on the plane? Are we not going to get on the plane? Is it going to go on time? Are we going to get to the closing on time? And we get on the plane. We... Tape plane takes off, we fly back, we get right, we go right from the airport to the car. I'm on the phone with the realtor, on the phone with the title company. I'm like, we're in Florida, we're driving to Jackson, we're driving from Jacksonville, we're going right to the house and then right to the title office to close and get the keys. And so we roll up to the house to do the final walkthrough. I should, like, there's a lot to this story, right? They wanted us to go right to signing and sign. And we were like, no, we have to walk through first. They had installed a new septic tank and we hadn't been out there since that work had been done. And I'm so 
thankful we did that. And I'll tell you guys, just as like, there's a lot of lessons. I feel like I could do a whole podcast with lessons from the house. But the biggest one is like, if you feel like something is off or you feel like you need to do something, just just always listen to that instinct, right? Because I was just like, I am not signing for the house until we go do the walkthrough. I was just unwilling to do that. I was just like, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not doing things I'm not comfortable with. And let me tell you guys, I am so happy I did that because we go to do the walkthrough and do, you know, long story short, everything is a mess. The house is a mess. The there's damage to the property from the septic tank. The gutters are ripped off the house. The fences, half of the fences basically destroyed and down. The septic is in a hole in the backyard, not even connected to the house, just all kinds of stuff. Right. And so that happened. We end up backing the like long story short, long, long story short. We end up backing out of the deal with the house. It all falls apart. That was a hard decision. We had looked for a house for a long time and we had been under contract for this house. I did not ever consider that we were not going to get this house. I really thought this was the house. We were going to get keys that day. I had like furniture picked out. We were going to order from Amazon. Um, and we end up not getting the house for lots of different reasons. Um, and I am not going to talk about the details of all of that because I think there might be legal stuff that has to happen around the house still. So stuff with the house is still ongoing and we're not getting the house now. And then what else happened? My email stopped working. So if some of you guys know our email stopped working. The website crashes. Um, I re-injure my knee. I have an old injury on my knee. I sprain my knee and I'm like hobbling around. I am sick. I end up getting sick from, I just get sick traveling. I don't know if anybody else is like that. I just always get sick. So I get sick from traveling. So now I have a head cold. I'm limping around. I'm not getting my house. I'm a day behind on work because we were stuck in New York for an extra day. Just a, what, what felt like a lot, right? It just felt like it was like piling. It was a lot in a short amount of time. And I think yesterday I kind of started to be like, that was a lot that happened last week. Like, and I kind of was like, let me process that. And I was talking to my friend about it. I was like, you know, I just am like starting to realize like it just felt like everything was happening so fast and there was so much going on and I was just like swept away and, you know, it, it really was like hard and I want to make sure I took time and take time and process that. And as I'm telling her, as I'm telling her, like kind of like, you know, everything's been a lot. I get this text from Matt and he says, call me right now. And I was like, like, okay, he never sends stuff like that. So I call him and he's like, hey. I was just in a car accident. And so last night I go and pick him up. He totaled his car. He is fine. Everyone in the accident is fine. I mean, they're hurt. Like it was a bad accident. They are hurt. It was definitely a substantial accident. Both cars were totaled, you know, and he walked out of there. I took him to the ER. I drove him like, you know, so he's hurt, but he's fine. Like he's going to be fine. And so I just thought I would talk to you guys with all of this going on. It made me think of a couple of things I could talk to you guys about that might be useful to you. Because the thing that I kept thinking about that was so different for me this time, normally stuff like this would have sent me into a crisis, especially in the past, like, especially like three or four years ago, like a week like this would have been like, like too much for like my nervous system and like being to handle, like it just would have felt like like such a huge deal, such a crisis, you know, now we have to, we're going to go buy a new car, I guess, I don't know, today or tomorrow or something. 
I'm taking that to doctor's appointments. There's just a lot going on, right? We're going to go have to go find a new house or figure out something else to do with our stuff when our lease is up here. But I feel mostly fine. Like I feel like annoyed about it and it is stressful and it is, I do have negative feelings about those situations. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm just so fine. It's not that. It's, but I feel like fine in my being and I feel like I as a person am good and I feel very secure and safe and I don't feel overwhelmed to the point of like, I don't feel like this is too much for me to handle. And it's so radically different than what it was like being in my body before. Like it's so radically different being me and experiencing life in my body as me than it used to be. And it really blows my mind. And I'll tell you guys, I'm going to talk you guys through like why I think that is like why I was thinking about like, why is it now so different and why am I so much more equipped to handle things now? And I really think it's the mindset work that we do in the mastermind. And I really think doing all that self-coaching I do, doing all of the work of like looking at the thoughts and your feelings and all this stuff and building the awareness, like building awareness is super uncomfortable for people. I think something that is surprising to people when they come in the mastermind and they start doing the self-coaching is there like, I see how my thoughts are creating my feelings and how I'm telling a really painful story about this situation. And I see that I'm doing it, but it's almost like the awareness of like, now that I see it, it's actually more painful. And I just want to stop. I just want to make it stop. I just want to go to a different thought. I just want to tell a different story. I just want to feel different. And there's a real skill in like building your capacity of being aware of how our thoughts and feelings impact our actions and results and being aware when we're having thoughts and feelings that could impact our results in ways we don't like and being okay with that and letting that be okay. And I think my capacity for having a lot of awareness and just kind of letting myself be has really expanded. Um, and I think I was thinking as I was like, I'm looking over here, like looking at my notes. I was thinking as I was like writing the notes for this episode, I was like, God, like my capacity of living life in my human body is so radically different than four or five years ago six years ago, seven years ago. I mean, I can't even tell you guys how crazy it feels to just experience life completely differently, right? And even if the business fell apart and we lost everything and I had to go get a job and this was like all for nothing, right? It would still have been worth it to me to do that mindset work. And it just really lit a fire under my ass about what I wanna deliver in the mastermind and how I wanna deliver it it really kind of opened my eyes to like the importance of the work that we do. Like, yes, I'm very motivated to help you guys make money. I just posted in there. I'm coaching at noon. I want to help you make money in Q2. Like come in there. Let's troubleshoot your business. Let's get your strategy. Let's get your mindset. You know, I want you guys to make money and I'm very motivated by that. But I think the bigger motivation for me is like using the business as a vehicle to teach people this work and teach people these tools. And I think entrepreneurship is like the best vehicle for doing it. It's such a good vehicle for your own personal growth and your own work. And I want to offer to you, what if you're doing entrepreneurship and spending all this time and investing all the money and it's worth it to you, even if it never becomes profitable? Because I think something that gets in people's way is this whole thing of like, when is it going to be profitable? When am I going to see results? How am I going to know it's worth it? But it's like, could you find another reason for doing the work on your business every day 
that's not just the money. And I think having some other reasons, like posting because you want to help people and not just posting because you want to get as many followers as possible and make the sales and get your launch goals, like posting because you might actually impact someone and doing the work because you want to expand your own mindset and become a leader and you want to be able to maximize your life and make the most out of your life. That to me is really what this work is about. So here's a few things that help me out that I'm going to share with you guys that you guys can borrow if you're going through this. The first thing I want to say and why I wanted to make this episode is that there's supposed to be hard weeks. So I think one of the things that is so different now is I never have the thought, I can't believe this is happening. I've worked so hard. Every time I, things start going good, they always start going bad again. It's It never goes well for me. These are all thoughts I would have spent a lot of time thinking before right? Especially five plus years ago, for sure. Like I would have just been like really using this as evidence of like, life is hard and unfair and sucks. And like, look, this is the evidence. I have all this evidence. Look how unfair things are. Look how hard things are for me. But I just go to this place where I'm like, yeah, life is brutally annoying. That's how I would describe this week. I would describe it as like brutally annoying. Like I'm saying, no one died. Matt walked out of that accident. We didn't get the house, but we didn't lose like a large amount of money at least. And like everything is more or less pretty fine for us, but it has been brutally annoying. It's like not devastating, but it's still, it is a different brand of hard. I think it's, it has its own challenges, right? But that's supposed to happen. Instead of my brain telling me it should be different and this shouldn't be happening and it, it's all unfair and something's gone wrong. I'm like, nothing has gone wrong here. This is what life does sometimes. And we know that's true because it does it to everyone. And that is a thought I think that brought me, it like kept me anchored in what felt like a lot of chaos. And so I'll offer that to you. It's like life is supposed to be doing whatever it's doing for you, whether it is hard and grief and devastating, like life is supposed to do that sometimes. We all survive that as human beings. Like no one gets out of life, I don't think, without going through seasons of grief and loss and hardship and no one gets out of life without surviving weeks like what I just went through where it just feels like everything keeps going wrong and you cannot catch a break and it's piling a lot on you that's supposed to happen right the thought of like this is supposed to happen right and then it's like when things start going wrong or they're not going how I thought they would go I'm just like oh yeah this is how it's supposed to go this is what life does this is what I am signing up for being here in a human body this is what we're all doing here sometimes it goes how I want it to go and sometimes it doesn't and all of it is fine it's all just life being life right and not telling a lot of painful stories and layering on the suffering about like this shouldn't be happening and why does this happen and this always happens and I can't get ahead and I'm never going to be able to do x y and z and this is never going to work and I thought it was going to be different and now it's not it's like I just didn't go to any of those any of those places and like I'm saying I was definitely disappointed that we didn't get the house I was definitely frustrated that we didn't get on the airplane like I'm in a human body I'm not like over here super happy positive all the time and those those of you guys I know you know I always say that I'm like I'm not a super positive person um, I have all of the human emotions and all of the human thoughts that we all have it's not about that right it's about I can be frustrated about the flight 
and not make that mean things always go wrong for me. It's always going to be like this. This is just more evidence of how terrible life is and how difficult everything is and how how terrible and unfair this situation is. Right. So it's not about not being frustrated. It's like I just was frustrated because I was like, oh, yeah, the plane didn't leave. I thought we were going to leave and now we're not. And I don't know where we're going to stay. And I'm like, yeah, that is stressful. Like that is overwhelming. I do feel a little overwhelmed about that. I do feel frustrated, but I didn't layer on the suffering by making it mean a bunch of painful things, which I, I have a dramatic ass brain, right? I'm the queen of making dramatic ass stories, right? And so I think just allowing those negative emotions lets them pass more quickly. And this is coaching I give in the mastermind all the time. And sometimes I have to say things to people that are hard to say, right? Because I really think my job as a coach is to challenge your thinking a little bit and to ask you questions to help you see a different perspective or see a different side or see things a different way. And it's not always a fun job, to be honest with you guys. Like, that doesn't always feel good to do to people, right? Like, I don't want to challenge somebody who's having a hard time in their business. I want to tell them, yeah, that sucks. I'm so sorry. Like, that sounds horrible. Like, that's what I want to say most of the time. But that's not, they're coming to me because they want to see things different and they want a different perspective and they, what they're doing right now is not working for them in this situation. And I have to help them see it differently and ask them really hard questions and challenge their thinking, which is hard to do at times. Right. But I, one of the coaching that I do that is hard for me to give is like, you're supposed to be frustrated. What if that's not a problem? Like a lot of people will come to the mastermind calls or to coaching calls and they'll be like, I'm just so sad, like my launch went bad, or, and I've just been at this for so long, and I'm and, and it's not working, and this and that, and I'm like, yeah, I think you should just be sad about that. Like, what if you had a $0 launch, let's say, and you're just super disappointed, someone comes on the call, there's, they have a $0 launch, they're super disappointed, and they're like, I just feel so discouraged, and I thought it was going to be different, I just feel so disappointed, and I'm always like, why is it a problem for you to feel disappointed? And this has been very profound for me. It's one of those questions that seems so basic, but it has been very profound for me. And it, what if it wasn't a problem for you to be disappointed? What if you were just willing to partner with disappointment and fully feel the disappointment? How would that be different than the experience you're having now? Right? That's what I always think about. And I think in this situation, I've been doing it intentionally for so long with the coaching work that we do. It was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to be disappointed. We're not getting on the plane. Oh yeah, I'm just going to be disappointed. We're not getting on the house. And it didn't, those emotions didn't feel like a problem. So interesting, right? Because we spend so much time. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be frustrated. I don't want to this. I don't want that. I want to feel better. I want to feel better. And I was like, you're not supposed to feel better right now, Faith. Like you thought you were getting a house that you're not getting and that's disappointing and you're supposed to be disappointed about that and then I was just kind of like okay and I just felt disappointed and it's interesting when you partner with those emotions and you're willing to allow negative feelings in your body it sets you free in such a profound way right and it's a hard thing to coach up on people on when they're disappointed because they're like I'm disappointed I'm coming to you for help and you're just telling me to be disappointed but the reason I coach them that way, they want me to coach them out of it. They're like, I'm disappointed. I want you to make me feel better. And like, let's think different so I can feel different. And that's not what I do. I usually just coach them 
about like what would where do you feel disappointed in your body what does that feel like why is your brain wanting to go do something else instead of be disappointed like what are we avoiding here why are we doing that like those kinds of things and i really push people to sit in those emotions those negative feelings a lot right it's not what they want they want me to change their thoughts to feel better that's what everybody wants right <laughs> but the problem is i know i would be on board to do that if i could get it to work but the problem is i know that that doesn't work long term right that's emotional bypassing and that's i think using the coaching tools and stuff against yourself and gaslighting yourself into trying not to be disappointed and think a different thought and have a different feeling. And the, you know, the thought work we do is really powerful in there, but I think it, the most powerful way to use it is in partnership with allowing your negative emotions, right? With partnering with your negative emotions. And it was interesting to me because I've spent so much of my life trying not to feel bad and trying to feel better, right? And what happened? Uh, I used to drink too much because I didn't want to feel bad. Uh, oh, but we all do, right? Overeating, over drinking, consumption, shopping, over consuming TV. These are all things we do to numb when we don't want to feel negative emotion. And it's so interesting to me that partnering with the negative emotion is what ultimately set me free. It really has like set me free. Like I really feel like there's not anything I can't handle right? There's not anything I can't handle because I know how to process negative emotion in my body and I'm okay with that. And I understand that that's part of being here in this human body. And I think about it this way. I think about it like increasing my capacity for negative emotion increases my capacity to, for good in life, to experience good things in life. And I think about it almost in a sense of the better I get at feeling negative feelings in my body and honoring those and being honest about what's coming up for me and being willing to fully have those feelings in my body, the better I get at that, the more I get to experience love, like true, deep, meaningful love. And the more beautiful, loving, just, I love that sense of like, wow, like life is great, right? You guys have always heard me say that on the podcast. Like, I just love the feeling of like, wow, like this is so wonderful. Like, this is amazing. Like sometimes I just think about like the sky and my heart and I'm just like, wow, like life is just amazing, right? And I love that feeling. And I think I get to feel those more. I think it's more authentic. I get to have a deeper, more meaningful, authentic experience in everything that is good because I'm able to have an authentic, honest relationship about the negative feelings and the negative things. And I think when you increase your capacity for negative feelings, when you learn how to honor them, you also increase your capacity and learn how to really honor positive feelings too. And so it's made like the good moments of my life so much better. And it's made the hard moments of my life so much easier to deal with because I don't feel like this shouldn't be happening and something has gone wrong and why does this always happen to me? I just think like, oh yeah, life. <laughs> like life changes your flight and sometimes delays your house closing and your boyfriend gets in a car accident and whatever else, you get sick and like, oh yeah, life. That's what life does. Like nothing has gone wrong here. And so those are some of the thoughts that helped me that I wrote down that I was gonna share with you. If you guys are going through this, 
And it's just kind of like, I can do hard things. It's like, oh, this week is harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I can do hard things. Like, I have everything I need to handle this. I'm going to feel some negative feelings in my body. And I'm going to make a plan. But we're all good here. Right? This is going to pass. I'm like, damn. Like, I can't wait until I'm back to my normal life and everything is kind of back in place again like that's gonna be great because I know that this isn't gonna last forever right and then I'm safe and okay like even if Matt's car is totaled and we didn't get the house we wanted and my email is not working and my knee is messed up I'm safe and okay and I'm always gonna take care of me I have everything I need to always make sure that I'm safe and okay and that I think really grounds me in moments like this the business things that helped, I think just being willing to change the plan, right? So I pushed a launch date back. The mastermind's probably laughing at this because I'm always on them about like launch dates don't move, right? And the reason I say that is not because I really don't think you guys should never move your launch dates, right? I'm always like, you guys, I don't want anybody to take the things I say and use them against themselves. I want you to take the things I say and use them in a way that's useful. Like don't take anything anybody says and use it in a way that makes it feel like makes you feel bad or wrong or like what you're doing is wrong like don't do that to yourself like take things people say and use them to help you <laughs> okay so i say to the mastermind i'm like do not change your launch dates launch dates don't move and the reason i get, want them to think like that is i want them to take it seriously and to think about it like a business and that we're not just like hobby hanging out here time and the reality is i have bills to pay and responsibilities, right? So I can move a launch back a week, like, and I have also have savings now to pay myself and my team for a few months if we were to just not make any money for some reason. If I were to get sick or be in an accident, like I have business savings to cover us for that. So the business wouldn't close or go under, right? So I would be able to survive. Um, and so I'm able to push the launch back a week and make that decision. And there's consequences to that, right? Like it will impact our revenue possibly. It will impact other things that we had scheduled. But I just look at them as a business owner and I'm like, when I made my plan of the launch date, I didn't know this week was going to happen where I was going to get sick and I was going to have to deal with a lot of other things that are pulling my attention right now. The house stuff has felt very emotionally draining. The stuff with Matt. Oh my gosh, I could just like cry for hours thinking about Matt being in a car accident. Like that kind of stuff is emotionally draining to me. And I didn't know, I'm not a psychic. We didn't know when we make our plans, what's going to happen. So you make your plan and it's kind of like a structure, right? And then from within that structure, you decide what's best for you and the business at that time. And so I looked at what was happening in my life and what was happening in my body and what I needed and what was going on. And I pushed the launch back a week. And I don't have any feelings about, about that. Like, I don't make that mean, oh my gosh, you tell your mastermind not to change your launch dates and now here you are changing them and you can't follow your schedule and you teach all this business planning and you can't even, it's not that, right? It's like, I'm going to follow the plan I made. And if it starts to not make sense as the business owner and a leader, I'm going to look at that and adjust that. And I'm going to do what's best for me and what's best for you guys and what's best for my team. That's my job as the leader, right? That's your job in your business. Even if you don't have a team, even if you don't have any clients yet, you have to lead the business. You're the only one that can call the shots for your business. 
right? And that means sometimes you have to look at how you thought things were going to go and decide this is what I thought was going to be best. And I was wrong. I didn't know about these things, or I didn't know this or that, or there was information missing when I made this plan, right? I probably wouldn't have put the launch there if I had known <laughs> I was going to be sick all last week, right? I probably wouldn't have put it there. And so with the information I have now, what is best for me in the business? I make that decision as an empowered business owner, as a leader, right? I think a lot of the leadership skills that I've built in my business showed up in my personal life this week, which was just interesting to me. Like I've never seen it so clearly before, right? And so I just want to offer to you, I think the leadership skills, the mindset skills, decision-making, all these things you have to do every day as an entrepreneur, managing your time, setting goals, like those are skills that will benefit you in so many areas of your life forever. And it, this journey is so much more, I think, than we realize when we sign up for. And that's why I love being a business coach. I'm a nerd about marketing and I'm a nerd about strategy. You guys know that about me. <laughs> I can talk about, I can talk your ear off about launch strategies and business and how to sell your things in funnels and email copy and sales pages. Like I know a lot about that stuff. But I think what really drives me and why I love business so much and why it has like hooked me in in such a profound and frankly surprising way, I never thought I would be like a business coach, like what is happening? <laughs> it's because it, it is such a powerful tool for personal development. And so I hope this gives you some things to think about. And if you're going through a season that is hard, I just hope this normalizes it for you a little bit. And... If you relate to this at all, or you like this episode, let me know, leave a podcast review. I'd love to get some new podcast reviews. It always makes me really excited when you guys do that. And I know it's like a favor to me and I do really appreciate it. I just want you guys to know I appreciate everything you guys do for me, really. And anytime you guys share stuff with friends or talk about my work or invite people to our events, we are doing the best live event, you guys. We are doing the best live event I'm working on the content for it uh, today and tomorrow, and it's going to be so good. It's all new content, all about marketing, and it is going to be Monday. We're going to do Monday. We're going to do the great marketing breakthrough. And so watch your email for that and sign up. It's going to be completely free for a limited time. So the way I've been doing the free events is it's free, they're free for a limited time. Or you can buy a VIP ticket. The VIP ticket for this is like amazing. You guys are definitely going to want it. Um, Mastermind gets VIP for free. You guys get everything that's in VIP in the Mastermind. I always just give it to you. So you don't have to buy anything extra if you're in the Mastermind. But definitely come because all of it will be free. It's going to be a program that we're going to sell. But I'm going to run it for free live with you guys. And it's going to be so good. And if you need help figuring out how to talk about the things you sell or what to post or what to email, like any of your marketing stuff, you definitely want to come to that. And it's going to be a completely free event. It's going to start on Monday. And then the following week, the 24th, the mastermind will open. You definitely want to join the mastermind. I have a huge announcement that we're announcing on the 24th that is a long time coming and something I'm very, very proud of that I've been working very hard on. And we are going to be releasing it and you guys will get access to it in the mastermind. If you're already a member, you don't have to buy anything new. It's just a bonus for you. It's a pretty exceptional bonus. 
It's pretty extraordinary. I'm very, very proud of it. So I hope you guys are excited. Mark your calendar as the 24th because big announcement day. All of you guys are getting something. And if you're not in the mastermind, the doors will open the 24th too. So you'll get the bonus announcement. You guys can join. You'll get access to it and all that stuff. So we got lots of good things coming. Marketing Breakthrough starts on Monday. We'll put the link in the description once this goes out as a podcast. Watch your email. All the details will be there. I'll send you guys out the schedule and what I'm going to teach and what we're going to do and all that kinds of stuff. So watch your email. Sign up. Definitely have to come. Get your VIP ticket. The bundle's amazing. The bonuses that are going to be in there, you guys are really, really going to love. I'm really excited about it. And that's it. I'll see you guys shortly. Bye.